0: Welcome to the Enter the Kingdom podcast, where our goal is to equip listeners with the tools they'll need to not only enter the kingdom of heaven here and now, but remain in the kingdom that Jesus ushered in 2,000 years ago. I'm your host, Harrison Watson, and in 2018, God called me out from the world for this purpose and many others. Welcome to the show. Let's get started. All right. Welcome to the 24th episode of the Enter the Kingdom podcast. I'm your host, Harrison Watson. Thanks for joining us today. 24 episodes. That doesn't seem possible. This year has really gone pretty quickly. Started this in late twenty twenty one, and here we are, a third of the way through, pretty much twenty twenty two already. So, uh, God is good. I'm thankful for that. Hey, today today's episode again comes from uh, one of the nights from the stream this week, uh, and it is called the calm before the storm. So, in it, I kind of discuss some of the things that are going on in the spirit, what I can sense and the things that I'm feeling. Um, so when you start hearing me talk about, hey, from last night and stuff like that, know that this came from that. Um, I think that there's a lot of good things for us to be able to kind of glean from what was said that night. And, and when I prayed, uh, I've got some notes for something else, but uh, well, and, and perhaps we'll, we'll use that when, uh, when we're all the way through it. God's got me going through the book of Job and uh, to kind of search for some of the stuff that we talked about last week. Uh, and uh, th- that's been really interesting. But uh, when, I, when I spoke or when I prayed about what I should do for this week's episode, I really felt that he said that uh, we needed, I needed to play this episode uh, called The Calm Before the Storm. So uh, that's what we'll be doing and um you know appreciate you joining us uh, i I'm, I'm totally humbled by what god has been doing with this podcast i mean um it has just continued continued to grow and grow um you know really kind of all over the globe certainly here in the united states but also some pockets in europe and now we're moving uh, over into um the Middle Eastern region and, and all sorts of stuff like that so I mean just praise God uh, as I said before I've never told anybody about this except for you know maybe two or three people so this has everything to do with you all of you sharing this and and certainly uh, God sharing it and, and bringing people to it so God bless you thank you so much um, so thankful for you so humbled Uh, to be a part of this podcast and just want to share my appreciation with you and just and just say i love you and i hope that this message brings you encouragement today all right god bless now we're gonna head on over to the uh, rest of the episode have a good one hello good evening tonight is the 15th of nissan 5782 or the 16th of April 2022, depending on which calendar you use. I'm Harrison Watson. Thanks for joining us. It's good to be here. I'll tell you, the the Sabbath just ended. This is a different Sabbath for me, I'll tell you. Normally it's really a Sabbath of just complete rest. But there was something that God had me working on today um, that's it's kind of tough to call what I do work. Um, I do work. I do things that God tells me to do, but but I mean like in the traditional sense. Um, but he had me working uh, today to try and get something set for a set schedule so that I could um, plan it in advance and then walk away from it. So that... The person who is being taken care of in the mid- with the work that is being done uh, will be set for much longer than uh, than, I will, than I will be a part of what they're working on, and, and it's it's really interesting to see how he's kind of pre planning some of those things right now. And, and when those things come to pass, it gets it, it brings to my attention that it, it must mean that there's a shift coming. It must mean that there's a shift coming. Uh, God is really, really good at making sure that all things are both well taken care of that you have been working on, but not just in like a while I was there, I took it well, but trying to take good care of whoever he's taking care of for as long as is necessary before the next solution comes. And I, I just, you know, I just... I want to praise and thank Him for that. You know, we've said a few times on here, and and it is very true, you know, God built the earth once and it still works. He's not somebody who does have solutions. He's not somebody... He wants us to work hard where we are. But what He really wants us to do is to build things, or at least what He's been saying to me, and, and kind of how He's, you know, had my mind kind of always operate is to build things that will last much longer than we do much longer than 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 our involvement in a place something that is truly going to set up something wonderful for generations um and you know what's been beautiful is he's been doing much, he's been doing some of that as it relates to the way that people are operating today he's had me working in some of that as i've said um, but really he's been doing at the exact same time building foundations for things that are, have absolutely nothing to do with what what what's taking place here and in this present this present world system and I, and i think it has it can be tough uh, as I'm kind of going through those things, uh, and and I hope I'm going to try to just speak what's here um, and explain some things, and, and and so I apologize if I ramble, but that, but I'm I'm trying to work out some things as as I speak. It's it's been interesting. Because truly, I see the things of the world as being diametrically opposed to where to the vision that God has given me, of what is to come, uh, not only what is to come, but also also, and by the way, when I say that, you can hear a lot of people, especially when you start talking about these things as they relate to the end of the age um, as being. Uh he kind of fear mongering, and that's actually not what I what I intend. What I see when I see what God is showing is, is a great hope, actually. Like this this beautiful peace. This beautiful, beautiful peace. Um that um that has true love selflessness and total care that when i see what god is is you know has me folk me personally focused on that's 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 the vision that i see i see what's beyond the 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 what will come next the 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 what we're walking through immediately i see it and it's just this Oh, it's so, it's so, it's so beautiful. It's like, uh, it's, um, heaven on earth. That's what I strive for. and so when I see these things that I know won't be there, they won't be there. they're not there in the visions that I see um, the way that we think of them, certainly. When I see these things, it's like uh sometimes I can get i can I can internally get frustrated, and I think God's trying to work something out of me um, and what He has me doing now. To just trust and understand that where he has me is exactly where I need to be in that moment, even if it seems like it doesn't make sense. According, it's what's difficult for me in it is working towards the. I mean, the the visions that he's shown me, the beauty that he's shown me. There's like nothing else I want it's like it's it's like being able to see it and then anything else that's not that it just feels wrong um... It, it feels wrong because because when he's taking me into these visions to see to see them um... it's i can i, I can like feel at least as much as I understand it in this present moment, I can like feel what it feels like to be there. And, um, and it's total levity. It's, uh, I was explaining something to my wife the other night it, that, that, that I, I explained it to be um, airiness, lightness, and this actually came after the stream the other night. And I can feel that, but but what is difficult in the now that I'm sure Jesus felt too, as he was struggling between the where he knew he was going, and what was to come, and the reality of what he was standing in. Um, and I just spoke that and hadn't even fully considered it until this moment but it, it must have been a struggle that Jesus also dealt with when he was here in the flesh because the, the truth is to be able to go and reach towards that is, is a is a is um it's a great reward it's a great reward but it, it's an everyday struggle as well. And what do I mean by struggle? It's an everyday struggle to not allow the, the realities of the present age that we live in to pull us down from the hope that we have for the thing that God has shown. Because, I and, 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 and what I mean by that is like, you you get around people who, whom you love so much and who, whom truly have so much beauty in their, in their, uh, in the way that they think about how they care for other people. And in the way that um, they try to enact that as best they can, in in their day to day lives. And sometimes, you know what's really tough to see is seeing how we can have that nature and that nature exists all over the world but at the same time the forces that act against that nature in this present age can really cause us to be beat down can cause people to be beat down and can cause us to get hard-hearted and start to think in a way that's opposite to that in small moments i think when everybody gets the opportunity to reflect and step back they can get back to the to who god created them to be but but in small moments and it's these small moments that cause so much frustration The title of this message is The Calm Before the Storm. The title of this stream this evening is The Calm Before the Storm. I actually have no clue where that came from. I, I had no clue what, what tonight was going to be named. Um, I just typed in what I felt was here, The Calm Before the Storm. And the truth is, when we when we look outside, do we see much calm with our eyes? No. If if we listen to what's on the television and all of these different things, we cannot see a calm. But the truth is, overall, things are pretty calm. In this, like in the in the spiritual realm, I don't know if you can if you can feel something similar. I'm not, in the physical, they're 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 jumbled, but there's like this. I'm trying to explain it the best I can. It's almost like this big inhale. That's where we are. It's almost like it's in this present moment, it's almost like there was this big inhale. And there's this brief moment before the exhale. It's like we're sitting at that brief moment before that exhale. And it's and, and, and when you're in the, the calm before the storm, you know, sometimes especially in big, big moments of significant change or, or, or when you're in the eye of like a tornado or something like that. I've never been there, but I've, uh, I've, I've heard that what happens is you see there and, and like, it's beautiful. There's this craziness that's happening around you that you can see, but it's like, it, it's just total peace and beauty in, in, in that place where you're standing. And what I feel right now in the spirit is, though there are certainly things that are happening, um, I, I feel this... And then next will be the... And with that exhale, the breath of God And the word of God will be enacted in ways that I think that we're not fully expecting. You know, we can read this book as much as we want, and we should read it all the time. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. What what I'm about to say, I don't mean that we shouldn't. We should. We should. We should sit here because this is our life. This is our guide. This and in our relationship with God, those, those are the two things that are going to keep us grounded in the midst of what's next. Um, but... I think that there are ways that we can take what we've understood from what this says and what we've heard from what this says from other people. And we can kind of misappropriate what God's actually going to do and how he's actually going to do it. The Israelites, not all but some, rejected Jesus as Messiah because God sent him in a way that was unexpected. they have a picture in their mind of exactly what that's going to look like and they've been talking about it for thousands of years and I wholeheartedly believe that that will also be fulfilled by the second coming of the Messiah. But they missed a big portion of what God was truly trying to do. You know, we're here in this moment now. Biblical prophecy is being fulfilled on a daily basis right now. And the circumstances around the world are lining themselves up for all of these things to to come to fruition, things that were spoken about for thousands of years. How will it happen? In what order will it happen? Will it all happen simultaneously? Will it truly happen in the one hour that God talks about? I believe it will. I believe that all of these things will kind of line up, 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 and then boom. We will all be changed in an instant. Now, when we read the things in Revelation and we read all these other things that are going to come to pass, when we read the things that come, that are spoken about by you know, Daniel and the other prophets and, and everything that the Bible tells us that will take place in this, what's our job? What's our job? It is God's job to prepare people, the, those whom he has chosen, to fulfill the duties that are in here. He, he he's the one who selects these. So what's our job? What's our job? Our job is to be placed. Our job is to be focused. Our job is to have our minds and our hearts focused on God and about the relationship and keeping our heads down and moving forward. It's going to be We all have a small part to play in what God is going to do here, now. And it's important that we stay in our lane and we allow God to do what He will do. It's important if we aren't fully sure as we're hearing this message what our lane is and if we're indeed in the proper place. to get with him and ask. All of us have an important part to play. That could be something as small as being the person who has to set up the table for Passover dinner so that Jesus can eat it like he had to. We, we might see that as some small thing, but it's not a small thing. It's not a small thing. It was a portion of the story that led to the resurrection that we will be celebrating tomorrow. It's not a small thing. All of these things must be done as it is written. And we should keep our hearts pointed towards God and remembering that as these things are happening, that our job is ultimately to love like Jesus loved To love like our father loves, to stay true to what the word says, and stay true to who God made us to be. There's so much that can be lost in all of this talk of prophetic this and prophetic that, um, and it's important. I'm not. I'm not trying to discount prophecy by any means. I think it's important that we keep a pulse on that so that we can understand the times, so that we can look to the Word to understand, to get guidance on the types of things that we might want to be doing and asking God for in that moment. Um, But what we should never be is afraid we need to know that God has said he will never leave us nor forsake us does that mean that we don't have hard times ahead too I think that God's never leaving us nor forsaking us happens in the midst of storms him being there and him being our strength to get through the storm clinging to it we are weak and frail of our own of our own strength we just are and i think that as we see what god is getting ready to do in the world we're going to see that at an all-time high just an understanding of just how frail we really are and i don't think that that's i don't think that's a bad thing i think it's a good thing for us to 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 humble ourselves and to lean on him which is truly all he's ever wanted there are some hard things that are written about that will take place really hard things and we need to make sure not only that we're preparing the way that God is telling us to prepare but that we're sitting with Him and just listening and being. You know, He's he's only good. He's only good. God is love. The Bible tells us this. There is no fear in love because perfect love is drives out fear. And so anyone who fears, love has not been perfected in them. Does that mean that you have something wrong with you? If you have fear from time to time, read the Psalms. David was afraid from time to time. Jesus was afraid in the Garden of Gethsemane. No, it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. It means that when we get that, it's our time to cling to God. It's our time to cling to him, not let go. Because it's his strength, his voice, his word, his truth, his love, his righteousness, and his justice that will carry through the day. It won't be our intellect. It won't be our strength. It won't be our resources. It won't be any of those things. It will be that relationship. And his strength in us and through us. Be careful when you're listening to some of these doomsday prophecies that you're hearing. I'm not telling you not to listen, I'm telling you to be careful not to get caught up in fear, not to allow it to shake your foundations not to uh, not to allow it to cause you to become haughty in your understanding but to truly figure out how to remain humble and at the feet of god to serve him And his ways i the haughtiness thing i'm telling you right now the holy spirit said yeah that one was for you he's been speaking so many things to us and showing us so many wonderful things that um, he's he's good but I know for certain that he, if any of us it always says pride comes before the fall we have to be careful to never allow that to happen We have to be careful as these things are coming to pass that we don't get so haughty that we boast at somebody else's um, misfortune we 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 shouldn't wish wish that on anyone we should praise god for what he's doing but what we should hope for and what we should pray for for anybody who's going through a rough time as a result of this world being shaken is that they will that god will turn their hearts to him so that they can also share I mean, when I, I, God, I hope you just, when I tell you how beautiful it truly is, on the other side of this, you just, you're going to want everybody. And this is why God does wants everybody to be able to be a part of it. This is why he says it's not his will that any should perish. Only he knows everything. So we need to cling to him. Father, I thank you for this uh, stream. I thank you that you've set this time with us every night since it began to just come and share of yourself with us. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to be here and do this. Thank you for everything that you've put before us, Father. I ask that you would protect us, please. We plead the blood of Jesus over everything that concerns us, Father, and we lay it at your feet and we ask for you to help take care of it for us and with us. We plead the blood of Jesus over everything that you have put into our care. We ask that we plead it as a circle and sphere of protection around all of it. I ask you, Father, to send your angels to watch over specifically the things at the farm and at the property and the truck and and all of the animals and all of our family. I ask that you would watch over them, please. I ask this of you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, I thank you for what you already have started to show me in the book of Job, and I thank you for what you will reveal tomorrow as you and I go over that further. I ask that this week, on the podcast episode, Father, that you would be able to reveal the fullness of what you want to reveal. I ask this of you in the name of the Lord Jesus, and I ask, Father, that with the project you have been working on, that everything would be fully sealed and that tomorrow it could be filled fully with water and hold water, fully. I ask this of you in the name of the Lord Jesus we consider it done by faith and I ask you Father that you would take that your Holy Spirit would come through and cause all of the seed that has been planted through you and through my wife all of the seed that has been planted to bloom and be fruitful and multiply I ask this of you in the name of the Lord Jesus I thank you for her I thank you for her strength. You have given me a woman that I never thought existed, at least for me. And I thank you for her. Heal her fully. Give her peace. Give her your strength. Give her your joy. I ask this of you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Consider it done by faith. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless. God willing. We'll be back tomorrow. Have a good Easter. Make sure to spend time with your family and, and reflect. You know, Easter is a big one for the Christian holiday. But let's truly try to reflect on more than the tradition behind it. It's a big moment. It's a big moment. It was a moment that, was, that separated the other movements of God in a mighty way. And it was truly the beginning of the regeneration of all things at that moment. Because it was the proof that what God had spoken through Jesus was true and let's not forget that he said to his disciples in Matthew 28 18 all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth we celebrate that tomorrow we celebrate that 50 days from now we celebrate the promised spirit that came and was poured down upon us that you and I might walk the same way, and that the seed that was planted inside of us through the work of God and the Holy Spirit through Jesus would be fruitful and multiply. Let it be so in the name of the Lord Jesus, amen. God bless. God willing. Thanks for joining us today on the Enter the Kingdom podcast. If today's message was an encouragement to you, please consider sharing it with someone whom you think it might encourage. Also, make sure to subscribe for free to our podcast and join us every Monday, God willing, as we continue on our journey together. God bless. We'll see you next Monday.